Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Batch Report, where we are talking about episode eight of The Bachelor New Zealand with our very favorite bachelor, Moses. And Moses is going on a one-on-one date this season with, or this episode, with Annie. I mean, this is her first one-on-one date of the season, so it is, like, a big deal. Um, So Annie was one of the new girls, and at first I was apprehensive about any new people coming on. I was like, is it too late? They're down to the top, what, eight or nine girls, and now they're bringing on four more. And I actually really enjoy Annie as a person. Yeah, Annie's, like, really down to earth and she seems like she's a real person so they end up going kayaking and they're joking around they're playing and they're talking about spending time outdoors and he's like oh i have this unused tent i was going to use this summer you know if you're around and this is the first time that he's kind of like mentioned hanging out with the girl post show yeah and i wrote that they had just super easy conversation very easy flow lots of jokes And he kept saying that she feels just like home and that it's the best first date that he has ever been on. Right. And I do feel like there is a little bit of mutual feeling, but I'm not sure if she's feeling 100% those same feelings. So, because we just didn't really hear from her. Well, she's been having a really hard time in the mansion, just like talking with the other girls because she isn't there to like, be friends. I think she's more introverted. She needs time to like decompress after they, she has conversations with him at cocktail parties. Like this is not her element at all. Yeah. She's a very sensitive person and she does really connect with them. I think from what the camera people are showing, although I do get like a subtlety that maybe she is not necessarily feeling like it's the best date she's ever been on. It's probably a good date, but Like, he's making it seem like... The best date. Like, you're going to be the one I'm going to marry kind of thing. Which the poem that she read him at that last cocktail party, I think, really, like, won him over. Right, but she might just do that. Like, that might just be... But she was talking about, like, her anxiety and her feelings within the house, but also being hopeful. And I think that really resonated with Moses. Yeah. Meanwhile, at the house, Negan is a little bit nervous because she was the last person to receive a rose at the rose ceremony. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't ask him any questions aside from how are you doing? But he kept saying, ask me about my life. Ask me about things outside of the show. So like, see if we have a connection. And like, she dropped the ball. Yeah, it doesn't seem like their chemistry is all that good, honestly. Like they're not like easily talking to each other and... I think they both find each other attractive, and I think that's about where it ends. Yeah, I think so, too. And then we also have Devaney, who is starting to spiral a little bit because she hasn't had any real one-on-one time with him and is starting to wonder if she can even catch up to where, like, Shanae is at, where Chanel is at, where even Annie is at. Yeah, and she's just so young, too, so that, like, is going to compound the anxiety, I think. Uh and then also, 
The rest of the house is not too happy about seeing Annie come back with a rose. Yeah. Basically, they're like, oh, tell us about your date. And she's like, oh, it was really good. But also wants to, like, keep it private. And they're annoyed at the fact she wants to keep it private. But also being rude about the fact that she even got a rose. They're not celebrating in any way the same way they do if, like, Shanae comes back or Chanel comes back. Or even when, like, any of the girls come back and they celebrate them. Yeah. And, and then I, Annie is. I partially wonder if Moses is, uh, res- like, he finds that comforting when people can keep their personal interactions to themselves because he is sort of like a celebrity in a sense right he tours around the country doing shows and i'm sure he likes a certain amount of privacy yeah and he also wants to know that the person he's planning to spend the rest of his life with can keep a secret and isn't just there for clout yeah So before we talk about the group date, I want to take a second to talk about our sponsor for this episode, which is Orate. So they're this fine jewelry brand. They're founded by women for women, and their pieces range from classic to statement to completely original. And Orate makes jewelry you've always wanted but can never find. I love them because they're substantial, but they're also affordable. So they sell direct to you without the middleman markup. And they're the same quality as like traditional Fifth Avenue brands, but a fraction of the cost. I am a huge fan. They have these ear cuffs that you can put on your ears that make it look like another piercing without actually having to get like another piercing on your ear, which I think is super fun, super chic. They're ethically sourced, sustainably made, and their gold is never mined. And their gemstones and diamonds are also certified conflict-free, which is a big deal. I've seen a lot of documentaries about jewelry mining, like diamond mining and markups and everything else. And the fact that they are so ethical is like amazing. And this was started by two friends during brunch when one got a green finger from an overpriced ring and it sparked a conversation. They started this business and now we're sharing it with you. So we want to tell you about how you can save a little bit of money for 15% off your Orate purchase. Go to oratenewyork.com slash report and use promo code report. Once again, that is 15% off your first Orate purchase by going to Orate newyork.com slash report and use promo code report. All right. So group date time. Group date. So this is Lydia, Lou, Shanae, and Lana. And they're going for some tarot card readings. Yeah. And they drive themselves to the date and they end up getting lost. That's a very New Zealand bachelor, bachelorette thing is they always drive themselves in Suzuki's. Which seems to work out most of the time, but I do think it's hard to tell them to go drive around when they're, it's not really their job to drive around. It's like, I think the problem is they aren't allowed to have their cell phones, right? And there's not built in GPSs in the car. So they were given maps. Right. And these girls do not know how to read maps. Is basically the problem here. They don't know how to read them well. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah. Because they do eventually make it there. But unfortunately, Moses has already had his cards read. So they totally missed out on that. Which I feel like everything that the reader was saying to him from his cards was just so obvious. They're like, oh, you're at a point in your life where you're really looking for someone to settle down with and you're looking for your soulmate and you're looking for love and someone you can communicate well with. And it's like, yeah, he's the bachelor. What do you think he's here for? Like, yeah. And 
the tarot card readers is also very aware that they're going to be on TV. Yeah. So they're not going to say anything that's too out of character, I don't think. Yeah. So. But the tarot card's house, the breeder's house, was really cool. It was like a giant shoe. Yeah. It was like the woman who lived in a shoe. It was so fun. Yeah. Out and in the forest. her name is also Negan. Yeah. Which evidently that's a popular name in New Zealand that we just don't hear here ever. So basically all of the girls got really good readings. Shanae, they were like, oh, you are going to be a mother. Like you're going to be a wife. And she's like, of course, that's exactly what I want. And like Lou, they were like, oh, you really want communication with your partner and an easygoing relationship. And then Lana was like reading the cards as they were being read because she knows enough about tarot card readings. So she wasn't even listening to the tarot card reader. She was just reading the cards herself to herself. And then Lydia was just super upset because the reader basically said she's in the point in her life where she wants to go to brunch and have fun with her friends. Yeah, she did not like her reading very much. And she just had to let it be known to Moses later. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Shanae ends up winning the chat time with Moses. And my favorite part of this is, one, I do think they have a really good connection, but he's talking to her and says, I vibe really well with you, Chanel. And then realizes that he said the wrong name and her name is not Chanel, it's Shanae. Yeah. And that was like, ugh. And then he tries to make up for it by giving her a rose. Yeah. Yeah. It was real awkward because I felt like Sinead was a front runner and then all of a sudden felt like she was not even like he didn't even know who she was. Yeah. She's like, how are you going to come back from that? Like, make me <laughs> feel good about this. You know, it was it was probably one of the more awkward moments on the show. And something that I noticed is that the girls actually get their hair and makeup done for the cocktail parties. Which I know the American one, they have to do it themselves. So the fact that they actually have a hair and makeup team on this show. Yeah. And they, just like a fun they dress them too. Yeah. So. Fun fact. Heavy duty over there. Also, the mansions I find to be more appealing. Like the scenery that they, they have on them. And then also like the mansions seem to have a little bit more character. I think they're more tasteful. Yeah. Whereas, like, sometimes I see the mansions in America America or wherever. And they're just they big. They're just big and, like, it's like the person that owned them doesn't really know how to fill the space. And mm -hmm. so they just put in, like, a few really expensive items, but they're not, the feng shui is not there. I agree. So, basically, the cocktail party starts and Negan pulls Moses aside and she's, like, all giggly, which was weird. Like, the whole conversation, I felt like she was, like, giggly and not having, like, a serious conversation, even though she was uncomfortable. And she's, like, trying to solidify her place in the house, but she can't pull it together. Yeah, it was weird. It yeah. was so weird. And then Lydia pulls him aside and is like, I don't want you to, like, look too hard into my tarot card reading because that's not who I am and that's not who, what I want. And he's like, I wasn't looking that far into it. It's, like, for fun. Like, I'm not going to make a decision based on your tarot card reading. Well, he actually thought that she was being a little bit strange as well, because he said, like, why would she think that I care about that? Like, everybody knows that those are just like kind of for fun. And it's like more about how you're enjoying the experience. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I don't like, 
I think that might be something that doesn't vibe well with him. Like he yeah. wants someone a little more, more light on the cuff, I think. So then Devaney, the entire cocktail party is talking about how she doesn't know if she can catch up. What is she going to do? She needs to talk to Moses, but also isn't making any effort to talk to Moses. But then Art comes in and says, time for the rose ceremony. Like she procrastinated to a point of not having a chance. Yeah, just like basically not talking to him at all. So they're basically like, okay, here's Boses to hand out the roses. And Devaney steps down and says, hey, can I pull you aside for a second? And we're left on this big old cliffhanger. Big old cliffhanger. What do you think is going to happen? I think she's going to go home. I mean, they did show a scenes for the next. And the only person I don't recall seeing, I didn't like write down like everyone like, oh, did I see Negan? Did I see Chanel? Did, did I you see, see Negan? I, th- I think I saw Negan. I don't like... I just know for sure I didn't see Devaney in the yeah, scenes for the next. Which I was thinking Negan wasn't going to get a rose. So I thought I saw her, but it could have also been how they do the editing where it could have been part of the rose ceremony still or something. Where, right. Um, but I definitely think Devaney is going to go home at this point. I think he's going to agree and be like, I really like you as a person, but if you don't think you can get there, like we haven't had the time, I think it's... Yeah, I think that's pretty much where she's at. And I think it depends how many people are going home this episode as to who else. Also, he just had such a great date with... uh, Annie. Annie. And I just don't know. I think Devaney just isn't there, like, emotionally, you know? Okay, do you want to guess final two at this point? Uh, Not really, but you can go. I'm going to guess Shanae and Annie as the final two. Well, I think Annie's going to be final two. Um, I don't know if Shanae's going to. I think she's going to make a top four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who's going to make a top two with Annie. And I feel like Lou and Chanel will probably go home at the same point, not next episode, but possibly the episode after. Yeah, there's not actually not that many, what, eight girls left? Yeah, I think Lydia and Negan are definitely the next after Devaney to go. Yeah, I think Lydia doesn't really have a shot so we'll have to just wait and see maybe lana will come up i know from behind could be could be a good have a good shot all right until next time ciao